this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm Anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> Oh, I don't like this song. Me too. Me too. Great, great voice. I thought it was Adele at first. Welcome back, After Buzzers, to another episode of The Girls After Show. Super happy to be here. Season 5, Episode 2, Good Man is the name of the episode. And my question to Marissa, joining me on my panel... Hello everyone, I'm Marissa Serafini. You can follow me on Twitter at Serafini TV. And I am your host, Miriam Gonzalez. And I was saying to Marissa, I go, I one, I think that this was it sounds like Adele, but with the episode being named Good Man. Good man. Who's the good man? See, if you think about it, this episode had a lot of good guys in it though. It really did. So maybe just good man in general for all the men. Yeah. Individually they were all good. For the most part. I can't really think of one bad guy in this episode, though. Actually, I can tell you who the bad guy was the in this episode. The cafe guy? So two bad guys. Okay. Two bad guys. Now, we started the episode um, this evening where, you know, Hannah and Fran are sleeping. And um, they Hannah hears this ruckus. And, yeah. you know, of course, in the middle of the night when somebody's, like, breaking into your place, that's some freaky, freaky stuff. Especially when they're yelling on top, on top of their lungs. It could be a violent guy just, like, who knows what crazy is out, outside your door. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, we, we see Hannah walk out with Fran. Well, she makes Fran go out, which I thought was hysterical. She's like, Fran's coming out. You don't want to warn the burglar. You just want to take the bat to his head. <laughs> True. You know what I mean? True. Hey, I'm coming out. <laughs> but Fran was a, a, a good man for, you know, going out, being the first guy to to protect her woman, his woman. <laughs> yeah. There you go. And we, we see that um, Fran's roommate, Jacob, it's either his roommate or his friend, 
but he's in the house and he's pushing the furniture up against the wall and drawing a body outline, which was kind of morbid. It, yeah, it's very morbid, but it makes you question uh, what's going on mentally with him. Something's seriously wrong and irregular. Oh, he was way off. And, you know, in his explaining the fact that, like, he's like, oh, you know, um, I feel like I'm growing, like the skin on my chin. It, well, honey, that's age. Yeah, <laughs> that's it is. age. You know, you eat more hamburgers or whatever. You eventually skin's gonna start stretching, and so I think like he he kind of, and we find out a little bit later um, when they're having breakfast in the morning that he's on meds. So mm-hmm. he was probably having some sort of psychotic break. Do you think he'll be an issue for later episodes? Like, we'll see, we'll keep seeing him. He'll be a continuous problem for them. I think, like Hannah said, we're just going to pretend like that never happened and he doesn't exist. Okay. It's just interesting <laughs> to introduce a somewhat off character for him to not be an ongoing problem for them. I wouldn't be surprised if that becomes the case. And as we get into predictions a little later, I can see how he can always come back into the picture. But oh, yeah. here's to hoping. Um, so anyway, they wind up leaving uh, Fran's place and going back to Hannah's, and um, you know they're they're having their simple breakfast before work, and then Elijah comes out with the house rules, <laughs> and and I love how Hannah says it. She's like, "Let me just explain, you know." Elijah's not violent except when he drinks. <laughs> yes, <laughs> except when he drinks, and it's it's the fact that like you know. They they have such a great relationship, and when Elijah They're close relationship, <laughs> Elijah comes out. He goes, "Here are the house rules." He's like, "Keep it sweet, keep it sexy, and make sure that the Walmart seltzer's in the fridge." <laughs> like he's so random, you know. But I mean, if you're gonna get someone high class water, then yeah, you got to make sure if you're gonna use it, replace it. That's the only fan. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. See thing they've got going. I mean that that's a very standard rule for all roommates. Oh yeah. You don't want someone stealing a sandwich. <laughs> true, <laughs> Someone, true. That was my sandwich. You ever mm. see that episode of Friends when they eat, like, Ross's turkey sandwich? Oh, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Like, that, that kind of stuff happens in the house. Anyhow, I digress. Um, <laughs> so, anyhow, you know, right before they leave for work, Elijah and Hannah just have this very intimate moment. I want you guys to, one, go on iTunes follow us, rate us, comment, tell us what you think. You can also follow us on our Twitters mm-hmm. and uh, tweet at us there. And I stand, by the way, I'm, I'm going to do a little side asterisk. My bad last week, I confused the season, the final season. Yes, I'm very aware that this is season six. So my yeah. bad, guys. Anyway, back we, to what we're We saying. still have more episodes to go. We do, and I'm very, very excited. excited. Like I'm like a whole other year. I'm down. So yes. anyhow, um, Hannah and Elijah have this inappropriate makeout session right in front of Fran. Right in front of Fran. I mean, I get the relationship so close, but I feel like Fran and Elijah and yeah, I guess Elijah too, but Fran and Hannah need to put those boundaries together with their roommates, with friends, 
if, where Elijah stands with their friendship and relationship, that, yeah, there should be boundaries. I, I agree, and it's funny. He's like, you know, we, it's... She said it's taken us, or they, one of them said it's taken us a long time to get to this place. And it's like, okay, I totally get that you're gay, but you also were her ex-boyfriend. Yes. And true. this is her new boyfriend. And you don't make out with your ex-boyfriend in front of your new boyfriend. No, you gotta dial it back. I mean... Like, keep it to a hug. It's fine. I mean, they were, like, really intimate. Yeah, they were going for it, which was, yeah, for Fran, I felt bad for him being yeah. stuck in that situation. But I think Elijah and Hannah just needs to set more boundaries. I agree with the boundaries. Mm-hmm. Although we later we'll get into the boundaries with uh, Adam and Jessa, which is really exciting to <laughs> we'll talk about. There. But uh, anyhow, we wind up going and seeing Hannah now, you know, at school. Once again, another inappropriate thing. She's teaching... The, what is it? Columbus? Phil Froth. Phil Columbus. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> Goodbye, Columbus. Goodbye, Columbus. And uh, an inappropriate text for children of 12 to 13 year olds to read. Absolutely. And, and you know, it's funny because even the little girl calls her out and is like, I'm sorry, we should be learning about like sex ed and protection and all that kind of stuff. And Hannah's approach to life is so <laughs> special. It, it is. I mean, I understand Hannah wants to teach her knowledge, but she has to remember the crowd that she's teaching to and the mm. people who it's appropriate for in the way that she's doing it. But I, I, did, I did like her line, you're like, you're welcome. It's <laughs> like, not yet, Hannah, not yet. <laughs> no, but then she goes on. She winds up getting a phone call in the main office, and then um, after the phone call, she winds, up, she winds up getting pulled aside by the principal, Principal Toby, who is not happy with her teaching choices. And the way... We saw total classic Hannah at this point, mm-hmm. how it's all about her and how she's doing the right thing. And then she turns it around and she's like, but you're the smartest guy I know and, and you know, the kindest and you're so kind. And, and it's like, it's like she steamrolled the principal to getting what she oh, totally. ultimately kind of wanted. And it was also, it was just in a way very unprofessional too. I mean, if for the normal working class, the... Who, if you do that, you usually would get fired. That's an HR problem. Yeah. Like, you would not talk that way to a teacher, your authority figure. Or your boss. At the school. Your boss. <laughs> like, I get you're trying to get a point, but that is that is not acceptable. But no. the way that people can play cake to her and her mentality is just amazing. And I think that's what makes girls so funny. Because no one can get away with that. No. And, but she does every single episode. She's always inappropriate in some way, shape, or form. And you're absolutely right. She does get away with it. And... Um, speaking of getting away, she winds up saying to him, okay, I need you to have somebody watch my class because my dad called me. I told you he was gay, right? Like, right. yet another inappropriate personal thing you don't share with your boss. Being like, I'm having a family problem right now. I have to go adhere to it. Yeah, she's like, oh, my dad, you know, met up with someone and hooked up and I have to make sure that his body wasn't violated. Like, she just goes to left. Invasive. <laughs> she just goes straight to the left. And uh, she leaves the school to go rescue her dad. And... I mean, first of all, <laughs> Hannah and her dad, I see where they're two peas in a pod. Oh, for sure. I get why she's the way that she is, because now seeing him in this episode, um, completely vulnerable and totally emotional over irrelevant things. Mm-hmm. And to see Hannah take on the role of adult for a minute with her dad. Yes, yeah, true. 
it's like she she went to from Hannah back to like oh grown up Hannah, which I was a little excited about. Like from daughter to the father and to the mother, really. Yeah. Maybe. And uh, you know he's fle- he's freaking out because you know he was surfing the internet looking for porn, mm. and um, he came across gay.com and he met someone and he was very excited to meet this person. So he decides to fly out to New York from Ohio because they live in Ohio, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're Midwest folk. And um, I think it's Ohio. I might be wrong. Forgive me. <laughs> it's been a minute. Um, or was it? Oh, never mind. You guys tweet us and let me know <laughs> where they live originally from. I thought they were actually from Indiana. That's what I'm, I'm like. Yeah. That's why I'm confused. It's closer. It's yeah. <laughs> They're in the Midwest. <laughs> so anyway, uh, you know, he flies out to meet this guy. And then, I mean, how many times has this happened? I mean, I don't really do the online dating thing because it's kind of scary for me. But... Mm-hmm. When you go and you see someone and their picture is not like their picture. They're, yeah, catfished. Yeah. That's the term, catfished. And he's like, he was not at all what I expected, actually, like, kind of saying that he was horrible. And the one thing that I pointed out to you, Marissa, um, when we watched it the second time. Yeah. Because we watch it twice. I try not to miss anything for you guys. Uh, the guy that he hooks up with kind of looks like him yeah it, so it does make sense that tab would be interested in keith if well, they're very similar in physical type well that's the maybe thing personalities they look alike but he was not impressed with the way he looked so it's almost like he was looking in a mirror mm-hmm. yeah and, and i think it, it might have been just tad's insecurities personal insecurities that he was maybe looking for and wasn't what he wanted yeah i mean when when you get um emotionally invested in a conversation before seeing with someone Mm -hmm. it can be very scary and disappointing now that didn't stop him from hooking up with him and i love how he says to hannah um yeah uh, i dropped my wallet when i was taking off my pants (laughs) (laughs) i i find it's just amazing how Tad and and Hannah are so close in their relationship that they can have this type of conversation without any problems and no qualms about it. For like your parents, your parental figure, sexual life to your you never your child. I think for me that would be very awkward if I had that type of relationship with my parents. But I guess Hannah doesn't. No, I, again, no boundaries with her. There's no boundaries with her, but there's no boundaries with her dad to offer up so much information. Yeah, you know true. what I mean? It's like, this is my child, and I just kind of, like, told her I'm gay, and now I'm talking about how um, I dropped my wallet while taking off my pants, you know? And he's crying hysterically because he doesn't want to go back there. He, I think he's just really super ashamed at the fact that he is gay. Yeah, and what he did, because it seems like he's never done this before. Yeah. I mean, I know, I think the last, in last season, like, Elijah was trying to take him out to gay bars and stuff like yeah. that. But I think this may be one of his first encounters. And so it was really interesting to see how emotional he got. And, and I love how he described the guy. He goes, you know, he, he didn't look like his picture. I left my wallet there. He had a, a huge dog. <laughs> a huge dog. Not a huge dog. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so, um, you know, in this conversation before they go to retrieve his wallet, uh, Hannah's mom calls. And she, Hannah, once again, no boundaries. <laughs> She's like, I can't even lie to, for my dad. Mm-hmm. She's like, Duh, yeah, I was at school. And now I'm no, with I'm dad. dad. Which sets her mother off. And I can also see, you know, just from Hannah's mother, like where Hannah gets that type of angry 
uh, you know, when she gets angry really fast, yeah. she gets it from her mother's side. Flying <laughs> off the handle yep. without without notice. But, I mean, this is a reason to fly off the handle. He, she, he lied to her and said that he was going to Uncle Jeff's house. And Got Uncle Jeff involved. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, get your alibi straight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, tighten that thing up. Because now, you know, he goes and he reaches out to Hannah to help him get the wallet, and she has no choice but to say to her mom, I'm with dad. And, of course, mom freaks out and says, you know, tell him I want a divorce. Ooh. Which, I mean, I can understand from Hannah's perspective. Like, that's that has to be hard as well, because that's her parents breaking up, too. And, I, I mean, I guess she's in this weird situation with her father, but that's that's gotta hit somewhere. It definitely strikes a chord, I think, you yeah. know. I, I think that would happen for anyone. Um, breaking up isn't fun or easy, and when there's children involved, I'm sure it's just even messier. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I love how her mom says, oh, he's in New York? I thought he would be on, you know, at Christopher <laughs> Street swimming in a pool of semen. And it's like, wow. Like, you can tell that it's uncomfortable for them to be in the same house. I mean, we never saw her mom smoking in the house in beginning seasons but now she is but now she's probably like smoking and drinking and probably like being mean to him and emasculating him right and it seems like the mother like really resents Tad for being I mean gay. you can't blame her she they have a child in their mid you know Hannah's in her mid 20s yeah you spend that much time with someone eventually it's it that stings it boils. yeah it that boils stings on. because yeah. they they still had a um an active sex life mm-hmm. before he came out you know, we had, you know, in last season, him banging mom in the shower, and then he throws his back out, and yeah, that was that was yet that another was awkward thing for weird. Hannah. But uh, so anyhow, they, they wind up leaving the Marriott in Times Square to go retrieve his wallet from uh, gentleman caller Keith. Keith. <laughs> Which is just really funny, because, you know, when us, the audience, actually see him he's nothing like tad described him as no which was actually a nice surprise i mean tell me do you guys think that keith looked like tad or could they have been the same person i didn't look on imdb to see if it was the same person but i (laughs) thought like maybe with the little like makeup and and balding that bald cat dad and and you know tad and keith are the same guy which mm-hmm. is ironic that, you know, he was doing that. You can tweet at me, Miriam L. Gonzalez, or tweet at... Serafini TV. Yes. I think this is actually a very interesting, observant point of view, because I didn't really realize it. But then watching it the second time, it's like, I can understand why Tad would be interested in Keith. Yeah. For for initial just reaction. Oh, because Tad is obviously the hotter one of the two. <laughs> hotter one yeah. of the two. But I love how but Hannah... Keith seems so nice. He really isn't, and you, we see that when when Hannah goes to Keith's apartment and hears the giant huge dog barking, Lois, who Lois. is like, I, she's so funny, she's like, oh, you know, she's so cute, she's like a toy, you she's just like want to play with her. You can put her in a catalog. <laughs> right? She does some, some doggy modeling, but, you know, we see that when Keith answers the door, Hannah, of course, no boundaries, totally vocal, yes, hi, my dad, who you hooked up with, left his license, or his, his wallet here, mm-hmm. he's like, no, 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 we just, we just had wine, uh, and we made out a little, she's like, look. Yeah, don't he lie. said it fell out of his pants <laughs> he took him <laughs> I know off. what you're up to. Yeah, you know, so we have two, like, middle-aged men who are going through this transition, and they're both ashamed of it. And I love yeah. how Hannah says, I don't trust you people. When I say you people, it's oh, white men it's, over the age of 50? Yeah, white men over 50. 
And it's the way she delivers the lines too, because it's so candid yeah. and but it's so endearing in a way too. Like she there's no she doesn't intend to be mean. It's just the way she says it. No, and I agree. And you know, the thing with Hannah, um, you see how all of a sudden it goes from like being awkward, her getting the wallet to, so what do you do? And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, he, he divulged, you know, he offers up that he's a boot dealer and he can give her a discount. <laughs> I was like, like, yeah, I'll take that discount, especially fine. What did he say? Fine, high end, high end, high end boots. What girl doesn't love a good pair of boots? I think Hannah just made a new friend. <laughs> you know, and I, I see him coming back in the picture. Yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, I think if Keith and Tad got over their insecurities and actually started dating, I think they could be good together. Yeah, well, they couldn't do it in like in the Midwest, but in a city like New York, they can get away with being two of the same guy. <laughs> I'm convinced. <laughs> yeah. They're the same guy in my eyes. Um, or to me. I might be wrong. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, like they can grow together. And Absolutely. have an experience the experience together. Although I see someone, Keith, probably getting his heart broken because... Uh, but that's a prediction yeah. thing. Um, so anyhow, uh, you know, after they go and retrieve the wallet, they go out, Hannah and Tad go to a diner. And Hannah, in her crass ways she says things. She's like, you know, it's not like you had unprotected sex, which at that point Tad realizes, oh my god, I totally did. Mm-hmm. And you went barebacked all the whole time. <laughs> you know. Oh, Hannah. <laughs> she has no filter. That's yeah. why we love but, her. Like, you also don't say that to your father. They say a lot of inappropriate things to one another. You know, it's, it's just, crazy. It really is. It's, 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 at least it's not weird weird, but it's still weird. Yeah. It could but be weirder. Coming from Hannah, because that's just who she is over all these seasons that we've seen her, it's very understandable she would say it, something like that. Yeah. Oh, Hannah. Oh, Hannah. Oh, but Hannah. But I felt so bad for Tad, because then he realized, like, what he did. It's like, oh, shoot. Yeah, because it's like, you know, he's been in a monog- monogamous relationship with mm-hmm. his, with Hannah's mom for 20-something years, maybe longer, and... He's new to it. He's new to it. He goes and he has unprotected sex with some rando guy, as Hannah says. And there's a lot, especially when you when you think of like all and his old school mentality, all of the like STDs and you know, like you know, back in the eighties, right. it went around like if you were gay, you had AIDS. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. who knows what's going through his head? But you know, a lot of that's going through his head. He Probably. can have some sort of disease. I think he's safe, though, because you know, they were both <laughs> newbies at this, but who knows? One I, mistake can change your entire life. True. I think it, it was just that quick moment showed Tad just how new he is and yeah. that how careful he has to be moving forward. Absolutely, and I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, that's, um, that's scary. It, it is scary. That's super scary. But I like how Hannah was the one who had to bring it up. And she didn't even think. You don't even know what you're getting yourself into. She didn't even think she, like, she didn't even think, like, it didn't cross her mind when it came out of her mouth. Nope. That that was... Provocative. Bad. (laughs) So she says. So, um, you know, she asked Tad, she's like, so what do you plan on doing? And he's like, well, I'm going to go back home. He's like, well, you really can't do that. After that, no, no way is the mother going to let him back into the house. Well, she had no, at that point, I think Hannah was holding on to the divorce comment from earlier in the day from her dad because yeah. you don't want to believe that that's real but her mom I think for her mom and tell me what you guys think I think for her mom she it's more real for her mother than it is for Tad true does that make yeah. sense yeah and so um 
the minute that Tad realizes I can't live this double life and Hannah divulges the the you can't go home thing because mom said divorce I think she really just wanted to hold on to it to not so it wasn't real but after mm-hmm. witnessing the interaction with Keith and and the giant mini dog <laughs> Lois and and you know just this whole experience like this is a real possibility divorce it is real. Because, again, also, it affects Hannah, too. Not just her father and her mother, mm. but it also affects Hannah, because you see, not to jump ahead, but, like, her reaction at the end, when she realized it is real, that everyone's getting affected. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, and we see grown-up Hannah again, you know, they're, after having a big cry session, um, which I loved how, like, she calls <laughs> Elijah. Elijah. <laughs> oh, no, Cosette. And no <laughs> way, Cosette. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm not even going to get in the middle of, like, a cry, cry, No, that it's reality. It's just a messy situation. It really is. And so, you know, we see that Hannah and Tad are walking, you know, on the boardwalk or somewhere public. And um, and it, I think that's when it becomes a reality. And we see grown-up Hannah again, mm-hmm. where she says, you know what, I'm going to be there for you no matter what. Which was very sweet. Because and I think that's, I mean, as crazy and unconventional that hannah is like she's always been super loyal yeah and and she's always there for her friends for her family whenever they need her well it's just funny because like she she played the parent role with her dad today Mm -hmm. that's what it felt like that's what it was she was playing the parent role and so um (laughs) we're gonna move on to elijah and ray and uh the fact that you know ray now has competition yeah the the Helvetica, which is so funny because they even had him, you know, did that line in the jab at who names it restaurant after a font. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I mean, somebody does. True. They really like to type in that when they email. <laughs> and so, apparently, you know, this this coffee shop, which I love how on the cup says H, and a light, <laughs> the, the coffee shop across the way is completely jam-packed and they're completely empty and what is elijah doing drinking drinking their coffee from across the way go elijah he just doesn't really give a no he really doesn't care (laughs) but but their coffee's so good (laughs) and but i I love this is how like dense elijah is in reality he when ray explains to him you can't go over there like you just can't do it he's like fine i'll just buy the beans and make the (laughs) coffee here he's like the coffee is really good and it you know, business-wise, you want to, like, Ray as a uh, small business owner just needs mm. to reevaluate, you know, his marketing strategies and how really good his coffee is versus the others. True. So, you know, I like he just goes on this total rant about how they're stealing the lids, they don't give away lids with their coffee, and now, you know, <laughs> their business is kind of, he's getting business through the door, but he's not making any money. All they want is his plastic, so he's losing money. Yeah, he is losing money. I, I, it was interesting when Ray goes over there and actually tries to chew them out and be like, no, Ray, you really didn't have a set plan. I get you're upset that your business is now starting to fail and theirs is successful. Yeah. But he didn't have a clear cut idea of how to resolve everything. No, and, and I don't, I think, actually, I think he kind of did because the whole point was for him to go over there and say, hey, you guys need to get your own lids. Yeah. In a nutshell. And stop affecting my business. Yeah. But the guy doesn't even give him a chance. He's like, oh, what are you, Starbucks? Oh, what are you, Ray's? I mean, and then he goes and he names, like, every coffee company. Coffee chains. He's like, which, I love Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Really? <laughs> oh, my God, it's so good. 
Uh, they serve a main cup of coffee. Oh, they. they but so we good. saw a lot of Starbucks in tonight's episode, though, because he mentioned Starbucks chain, and mm-hmm. Ellie, in the young girl in Hannah's class, was drinking Starbucks. Oh. So there was a lot of Starbucks promotion. I see a little sponsorship there going <laughs> Just on. Just a little bit. A little collaborating, but uh, so everyone drink your coffee while watching girls. You know. <laughs> if you're watching it in the morning, good morning, cheers. Good morning. Um, <laughs> so anyhow, uh, you know, like he didn't really have an opportunity to get his point across because the guy was so out there. Like, I mean, the fact that he brought up chilies, yeah, and like chilies coffee, it, but like but it a showed lot of that do. yeah, it showed that the guy who worked there really didn't care. He was just probably just a no name worker. He was like, I'm just doing my job. I think <laughs> that actually, it's what it looked like to me, and I don't know. I feel like the two of them owned the coffee shop together. Oh, you know what I mean? Because it was like young and hip and like they don't really care. So when, when Ray's addressing this whole situation and like the girl who he mistook for a guy. Yeah. I love that they didn't Bingo say no. names. He just said, you know, you insulted Bay. <laughs> you insulted Bay. You insulted Bay. Um, Female. <laughs> Female? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like... It, biologist? It completely stumped Ray, uh, which is completely understandable. Like, she's not... She's dressed kind of masculine. Mm-hmm. Her hair's super short. The only thing that gave her away for being a girl, she had a bracelet, bracelet. on, and yeah. she had, like, a, a dainty ring on her ring. middle finger. True. Yeah, I, so I noticed that, too. And I, and watching it the second time, she was putting away mugs and stuff. I was like, oh yeah, that's a that's a female. Yeah, so, just in the physical movement of her. <laughs> she was hysterical though by calling him out for insulting her. It was great. And you know, it's like at that point, Ray's whole justification of we need more lids, we need lids. No, it's not going to happen now because she's like, white man, white man. White man. <laughs> White man, man. which he just looks at her like, what? And I love how the guy's like, thank you for saying what I couldn't say. (laughs) It was just, it was crazy. They were very random. They're a random couple. They were, but I kind of liked them because they, in a way, made Ray look like the bad guy. I I think we're going to see a lot more of them. I would love to see a lot more of them. To see what that would do to Ray's business. Ray's business, I like, you know... You ever, like, you see shows and, and they're like, oh, well, we'll just throw rats over there and send the health <laughs> inspector. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, open up a box of roaches and call the health inspector. So, you know, who knows what Ray's going to do with that, but... Um, Friendly competition. You know, knows? never hurt. And, and so we see that, um, you know, later on in the evening that Elijah gets a call from Hannah about her gay dad with, you know, gay problems. And I love how he says, he goes, could it get any gayer? <laughs> Oh, and that's definitely Elijah, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and we see that Elijah, um, you know, attempts to go and help Hannah out, but, you know. Nope. What did he say? He's like, uh, no way, Cosette. It's <laughs> <laughs> <And laughs> hysterical. He's so silly. But then he goes to, like, this really upscale, yummy bar to meet, like, the Anderson Cooper version on Girls. Uh, yes. I, I, you, you told me who the actor was. Uh, Corey Stoll. Who, if you don't know him, he's a big comedian, but he's also a great dramatic actor. Uh, actor. He was in the movie uh, This Is Where I Leave You with Adam Driver. Oh, okay. So I mean, there is a connection. There. I've seen his, like, stand-up stuff, but yeah. to me in the episode with him wearing, like, a suit, it's a totally different persona. And so I was like, dude, he kind of looks like Derek Jeter. A little Just bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just I can see bit. it. I don't know. Am I wrong? <laughs> do, do I need to replace my Let contacts? <laughs> do I need to replace my contacts? Um, so anyhow, you know, and, and it turns out that, you know, this character, Dill, is, like, 
the Anderson Cooper on the show type person, um, handsome and debonair. Yeah, and gay. And I love that Elijah's like, oh my god, he's like my one, my number one news source. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be flattering when somebody that you see Idolize. all the time. Yeah. And you you feel like they're untouchable until you can touch them, and then you're like, oh my god, is this real? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they wind up having the best time. And we didn't even really see it. We kind of just see the end of it. Yeah, like they had a couple drinks, they walk out, you know. Leave it up to the audience imagination. Yeah. What happened? But, I mean... It was sweet. It was endearing. It was, because I, like, I, I thought that there was going to be a little bit of a makeout session, but Dill just lightly kissed him on the cheek, which I thought was really sweet for like a first date kind of thing. I think so, too. I think it left the audience with enough wanting more. I have something. Like, if he comes back, I can't wait. yeah. If he comes back, <laughs> we can have some fun. With this yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I see him definitely coming back, and um, <laughs> I'm like, I have to write that down so I don't forget. So anyhow, uh, you know, he he gets in the car, he goes to leave, and then he stops, and of course Elijah's beating himself up because he's like, he was hoping <laughs> like, for the invite home, which is something that he would normally do. Mm-hmm. Elijah would go home like the same night of, where this guy has, you know, he's classy. And he's in a fancy car. Yeah, he's <laughs> he got a driver. It's a chauffeur. But I, I kind of like the fact that Dill made Elijah do something that he's not himself. Like, he literally puts Elijah off to the point where, like, Elijah can't even think straight, can't even act normally. No. It's out of his comfort zone. Absolutely. Which is nice to see. And that's a, that's a lot of, I think, that not a lot. I, we see that. There's a lot of pushing people outside of their comfort zones in this in this series yeah and um oh do not let me forget when jacob mentions hannah's bush in the beginning of the episode oh pushing boundaries and then you know he's like fine i'll cover my bush and her boob pops out you know what i mean it's like it's there's so many pushing boundaries nothing we haven't seen before no and being inappropriate and um you know getting outside of the comfort zone for not only the audience but Mm. the people the characters in the show um but i have to say my favorite my absolute favorite is adam and jessa i know it's so bad oh my goodness no no it's great i mean i'm i really like it i like it too and i have to say when 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 Jessa and Adam have the interaction after the AA meeting, mm-hmm. I thought for a second, oh my God, Jessa's finally grown up. Because she's like, no, I can't do that to Hannah. Hannah's my friend. As much as we'd want to do this, we just can't do it. And, um, you know, what did she say? She's like, I'm done being I'm a done shitty done being friend. shitty. <laughs> shitty is old news. Yeah. Which is, it's it, refreshing. Yeah, it's great. And it's great that... Even just physically, Jessa looks like she's physically actually cleaned herself up, that she's on a better path on the straight and narrow. And I like that she acknowledges what, if she started something with Adam, it's wrong, because that's just girl code 101. You don't do that to your best girl friend. Girl code, bro code. Bro, like, yeah. Where's the grace period? Yeah. <laughs> but I really period? like Jessa for just her even acknowledging that. And... It, it was nice, but then, of course, you know, it, they find a way around it, which, once again, inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Our inappropriate girls, we love you. Um, and, you know, she's like... I have big plans. <laughs> we, you know, we can be friends. You know, we just can't touch. We can't do anything. And he's like... She's like, what, do you want to just, fo- like, follow me around? And he's mm-hmm. like, well, yeah. Be friends. Friends follow each other around. <laughs> yeah, you hang out. And um, I have to say, 
their first date because that's what it was it was it really was i mean first of all they start they show up at a carnival which is like what and it turns out she's there to shake down some magician for 30, <laughs> for 30 bucks. and um he was actually the magician's one line i absolutely loved where he's like smell the mint <laughs> government, government. <laughs> i was like yes yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm digging the humor <laughs> so um oh america but it turns into it turns into just one of the sweetest dates ever it, exactly. I mean, there's really no other way to say it because they just seemed genuinely liked each other's presence. Yeah. And you and it wasn't like nothing manipulated. They they actually have chemistry on screen. They're comfortable with one another. I yeah. mean, you see that when they're playing like the the throw the ball thing and the frogs and to see Adam interacting with like the kids playing the games and mm-hmm. her cheering on like I can see that they, that that felt more real than Hannah's relationship with him. True. And they both have a playfulness um, personality that they could really get along and just have fun with each other. No matter what they do. Boy, did they ever. Oh, that they did. Boy, did they ever. But, you know, before... And we see them having fun with each other, um, playing the games, eating the sandwich, her Mm. being obnoxious and, you know, biting it from him. uh, (laughs) You know, and then... They're walking home, and she she wins a goldfish, which he kills on the way home. He kills because he's tossing it up in air around, you know, up and down. Poor fish. And it, it was just funny because they even mentioned that. It's like, we'll destroy each other. And, like, you destroy, you can't even take care of a fish, you can, let alone take care of each other. I like how she says, she goes, that's us. Yep. Dead. You're going to kill it. Yeah. You know, she's like, um, this ends with me, you in a body bag, and me. Um, at the border pregnant. At the border pregnant. Which I can, you know, I see but that. But it's true. In a way, it's like, yeah, I can kind of see that too. They're both destructive characters. Mm-hmm. And I I think they're very they're very alike, which is obvious in this episode with their chemistry. Yep. But it, it's no wonder Hannah has been drawn to both of them. Mm-hmm. Because Jessa, you know, admits to Adam, like, that they're really close friends. And I think after, like, Hannah's breakdown in, in previous episodes... That she knows that Jess, Jessa knows that she's a sweet spot for Hannah, and that this would throw her overboard. And of course, you know he's a man; he's thinking with his penis. Yeah, he's like, um, True. you know, I, he's not having it. He wants Jessa, and he's like, I want to kiss you. She's I like, kiss no. You goodbye. And um, you know, can we hang out and not touch each other? And then we see them touching themselves Mm -hmm. and with each other (laughs) with each other and i love how they're like she's like don't look at me don't look at me don't break the rules and finally he's like new New rules rules. like how do you do that and not watch i'm just saying and i'm a little pervy but that's just me no but it's (laughs) it's interesting where the relationship will go yeah we start here but and they're physically apart because you see them you know physically apart on the couch but i think after all these episodes you know the more we watch them they'll actually get together physically well with that being touching shall we get into some predictions (laughs) yes yes predictions and now you're after buzz tv predictions Say it. Oh, <laughs> just I no. I okay because the, there were a few lines that maybe it's just kind of foreshadowing because at the beginning of the episode, uh, we see Adam talking to his sister Caroline. Oh yeah, and she's like, maybe you can have kids. He's like, yeah, maybe. But then we also hear uh, Jessa say the line, maybe I'll get pregnant, and I'm like, if Adam and Jessa get together, they she might get pregnant. 
and they I miss start that. a family. I miss that when Jess said that. Yeah, I think it's oh, just... Wait, no, she says it at the end. Yeah, she says that. it at the end. But it was so fast that you might not even think about it. But the fact that there was two different references to having kids for both of them. Do you think they're going to have kids? They might. Mm. It's think- crazy. I mean, those two have sex all the time with the other people. And if they get it together, to but- they might even have kids. It's very possible. I see. You know, and I think you're right. I mean, it's going to take a while before Hannah, um, before we really see them go out publicly, or maybe not, because they're both inappropriate. So they may just throw it in Hannah's face and not care, thinking like she's happy with Fran. Um, Jess has been pregnant before, though, too. No, that was a scare. That, oh, yeah, that, that was, was a scare. scare. She had a pregnancy scare. So what if she actually did have a pregnancy? A real pregnancy? That... I think she'd keep it with Adam. Yeah, I think so, too. And, I mean, I know pregnancy storyline happens in every t- single television show, but I can definitely see it happening with these two. Oh, yeah. Because initially, you would have we were all rooting for Hannah and Adam, but now mm-hmm. game's changed. True. <laughs> the game has changed. Um, all right, so we saw in the little preview with Fran and Hannah that there's some inappropriateness, once again. Again. That's the word of the night. I feel like I should be like Andy from Bravo. If you hear this word, inappropriate, drink. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag inappropriate girls. There you go. We love them. But, uh, you know, apparently he's keeping nude photos of his exes so he can masturbate to, which, why wouldn't he? No, it's like you should masturbate to your own girlfriend. Or just go regular porn. Yeah. Go regular porn. People you don't know. Yes. People you don't know. Or your woman. Because that also just shows that she, he still has maybe an emotional, mental attachment to his ex-girlfriends. Well, it opens up the door for um, insecurities on Hannah's part. For Hannah. And, I think uh, we'll see that. And nobody wants that because, you know, as we've seen in previous episodes, these characters tend to come across their exes at some point. Mm-hmm. Adam and the one chick he dated. And then um, the AA mom's daughter. I think it was last season. Oh, daughter. right. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, they're she always going to run man. into one another. You know, except for Marnie's ex. We won't see him on the... No, <laughs> no. He's, he's gone. He's gone. Speaking of which, we didn't even see Marnie or Shoshana. No, in we this didn't episode, see Which was actually kind of sad. But we'll, we will see Shoshana in the next one and her acclimating to Japan, which should be <laughs> absolutely hysterical. I can't imagine Shoshana in Japan by herself. She's... She, the girl who's so naive to the world and to life and her by herself in a foreign country with a foreign culture... Lord help us all. <laughs> well, sometimes you just got to go out there and just dive in and not even think twice about it. I guess. And, you know, she's making new friends, and we'll, we'll see how that turns out. But my one last prediction, as we were, as I was like, I have to write it down. <laughs> Elijah and Dill. Yeah. I see Elijah, one, getting outside of his comfort zone and stepping up and trying to meet Dill mm-hmm. at his level. I also see him still staying at the coffee shop, and I see Dill being sugar daddy that's what i put in my notes too <laughs> sugar daddy good minds think yes. alike great minds think alike Total sugar daddy. um yeah right yeah totally i'm so for that and, and because they're taking it slow it's gonna work its way into being that's my prediction yeah that's our prediction you said it i'm so hopeful though because that's i a- mean it's fun do you think that dill would will cause Elijah to maybe just mature just a little bit more? Because Dill seems like a very composed guy with a very well-established career. 
and Elijah not so much. Just a little. But do you think Dill can maybe rub that some off of that on onto Elijah? Just a tiny bit, maybe. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to see. I'm not saying a vast improvement, but just a just little. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Oh God, I'm so excited. Yes. Hopefully, you guys are excited too. Like I said, go onto iTunes, download the podcast, rate us, comment, tell us what you think. You can also check us out on YouTube if you want to see us hanging out here in the studio. And I, you know, the fact that I brushed my hair to be here for you. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you can check us out on YouTube as well and um, watch us over and over and comment there. Which, Absolutely. Which, once again, I am aware that this is not the final season. Many more episodes to come. Super excited super excited anyway where can they find you marissa you can all follow me on twitter at seraphini tv you can follow me on twitter at miriam l gonzalez and you can also follow me on instagram at miriam g1 if you want to see what i'm eating tonight (laughs) (laughs) anyway until next week we will see you next sunday bye guys from executive producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire AfterBuzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.